right so we take the next lesson and that is basic concept and principles of government if you want to understand government very well and you don't know certain important governmental issues or concepts and certain governmental principles rules which we must apply in government then we'll have problem so that is why as one of the primary lessons of government you need to know certain concepts and principles of government all right so you can just see a very beautiful diagram here giving us uh, an analysis a pictorial analysis of what uh, of what we are going to be learning under this topic okay take note of that so we'll be looking at the subject of discussion under the basic concepts and principles of government we'll be looking at basic concepts of state society nation power authority legitimacy sovereignty democracy political culture and socialization you can see there's so much line up here we'll look at basic principles rule of law fundamental human rights so so many of them and we'll also look at some of their features and then we'll be looking at some of their benefits too as it requires in our lessons okay so let's start with state what is state i told you before state may be defined as a political organized body of people inhabiting a defined geographical area with an organized legitimate government i have explained that to you while i was explaining government as an institution of the state and we have also looked at the features of a state all right so let's now go to the next concept which is society is referred to as a network of groups of people a network of groups and institutions expressing human association all right all society is a network of people where humans associate they relate they talk they do things together all right so take note of that that society for you the nation is a group of people okay let's look at let's use what is written in the screen the nation could be seen as a body of people who feel themselves to be naturally linked together so they believe they have this natural connection with each other and as a result of that they share common ties believe that they cannot live that they can live happily together and not and not satisfied when they are disunited you see so a nation is a group of people that have this natural link together as a result of that they share common ties and those common ties could be in terms of the language in terms of culture in terms of beliefs in terms of values it has similar way of speaking their language their language are similar their beliefs are similar they are talking their way of doing things their way of life their custom their norms their traditions are similar all right so such group of people that believe they are naturally linked together speaking the same language the same culture believe in the same culture norms values we refer those group of people as a what a nation we now have power what is power power can be defined 
as the ability to influence the behaviors of others through the use of force. Okay? Ability to control other people to do certain things through the use of force. You are not just using um, influence now, but you are using force to do it. That's power. It is the capacity to enforce decisions and compel obedience. Alright? Take note of that. It should be noted that sanctions are used if there is non-compliance. Where you use your power to tell people to do things and they are not, then you use sanction. Alright? So take note of that. We want to look at the forms of power. The forms of power. Okay? When we say the forms of power, we are looking at it from the angle of the various ways power can come, or the not can come this time around, but the various kind of power that can be in operation. Right? So, we have the military power. You know, when we say the military power, the military power is exhibited by the armed forces of any country. Maybe the armed forces of army, navy, or air force, they are the ones that exhibit this power. And sometimes, or most times, they exhibit this power to control a group of people in a country. And this instrument can easily be manipulated to overthrow a civilian government. Sometimes the instrument of their power, they can use it to overthrow a particular government, just like the case of um, how the first coup took place in Nigeria. Late Colonel Aguirosi, how he overtook the government and the different sectors of coups, military coups that took place in Nigeria, that of uh, General Murutalao Mohamed and Obasanjo, that of uh, Agui Rossi, that of um, Buhari, and that of Ibrahim Babangida, all these military governments, they applied the military power to overtake government. And um, it's also a form of power. Let's take note of that. It's very important. We have what we call the physical power. Of course, you should know that physical power connotes the act of applying force in order to make people do what they ought to do. That's what physical power is all about. It's just like the result of appli application. The result of applying force is what we see as the physical power. Okay? Then we have what we call the economic power. Economic power is a power someone obtained as a result of being having a lot of business resources. The power you obtain as a result of being wealthy. The power someone obtained as a result of being influential, wealthy. This power is known as economic power. So take note of that. An individual can possess such if he has a lot of economic resources in terms of wealth, in terms of money cars, houses, businesses, and the rest of them. Political power. It is the power that is given to ministers, presidents, governors, as a result of they being elected into office by their followers who are known as the electorate. Okay? Let's take note of that. We also have sources of power. We have... Um, um, 
different sources given to us here the areas or the origins where we can obtain power power can be obtained through economic resources just like i told you uh, if you are rich and wealthy you can enter into politics and people can accept you and then you can obtain power one of the things that help abiola to even win election and become popular in nigeria and almost won he won not almost he won an election but if not that it was denied by it, uh, general ibrahim babangida he won the election but one of the power that helped him gain popularity was economic power he was so wealthy in fact as at that time he was the richest man in africa who knows dangote when abiola was living dangote was just starting business then but he was not in fact the dangote of our time was abiola then so one of the things that helps him was economic power we also have power that comes through charisma this charisma connotes your personal quality your personal trait your personal attributes some people have this character of a leader they know how to talk they know how to uh, use wisdom to persuade people to do things they don't want to do they know they have ideas on how to carry people along and do things so some people are given the authority and power to lead because of their traits and quality that's what this one is talking about then we have true coercion true coercion power can be acquired through coercion when we use force to compel people to obey if people don't want to do what you want them to do you can decide to force them to do it you understand just like for instance uh, the president um, the last president military president that died before civilian government took over was general sani abacha he wanted to use force to become the life governor sorry president of our country but because it was not god's will for such to take place he didn't succeed if it was god's will his own will was that he has even enforced it but because god's will want to prevail that was why what happened actually happened okay so some leaders are like that they want to use force to compel people to do what they ordinarily would not want to do some leaders are like that and they will obtain power from it too true constitution what the law says most civilian government obtain their power from the constitution it is what the constitution says they do they don't do anything outside the constitution of the country then we have true inheritance some people obtain power of leadership as a result of the fact that their parents are the last king before they died and then the power is now transferred to them so people obtain power through inheritance based on hereditary or royal family heritage okay take note of that we also have authority it is the legal right to make and enforce laws or policies which citizens must obey any legal rights which come as a result of people giving their um, acceptance not that the government came into power through force but people chose them as a representative and then legitimately they enter into government such government 
can exhibit what we call legal right to do whatever they want to do in order to achieve obedience among the citizens in the country. Okay, types of authority. Charismatic authority, legal authority, traditional authority. So we have three basic types. Charismatic, legal, and traditional authority. When we say charismatic authority, what do we mean? Authority that is obtained from special qualities possessed by an individual. You understand? Just like um, this man in South Africa, Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela was a man that has this charismatic authority in his personality. He believed that through him, change can come. Because as at that time, apartheid was the challenge in Africa then, in South Africa then. The whites does not want to have anything to do with the black. They see the black as people that are not from the planet Earth, that are from a strange foundation. And they, they, they segregate themselves from the black. And um, it was even more of the blacks. But the little whites there wanted to begin to dominate and rule them like slaves. But thank God for a leader, a charismatic leader, Nelson Mandela. Although he was locked for about 27 years, he was in prison just because he wants his people to be free. Thank God, even after all through the years of suffering, he was free. South Africa was free. They got their independence, 1996. And it was not a time. It was always a time of rejoicing for the people of South Africa. All right, because of a charismatic leader. We also have what we call the legal leader. Uh, the legal, uh, sorry, not legal leader now, legal authority, I mean to say. Legal authority is another source of authority of which you exhibit through the Constitution. You understand? For example, any president in a country obtains the legal authority to make laws or to sign up laws because he is elected by the people who are the electorate. So he has the power to make law, to enforce law in the state. All right. We also have what we call the traditional authority. Traditional authority, it comes from a authority that comes from the traditions, the norms, the values of the people in a particular society. All right? So where a person is elected as a traditional ruler, by that election being a traditional ruler, he has rights to make certain policies and decisions that will help the people in the village or in this kingdom to achieve what they want to achieve. Okay? So, we haven't seen authority, we can now look at legitimacy. Because there's no way we talk about authority, we will not link it with legitimacy. Legitimacy can be defined as the recognition and acceptance of rulers by the people. To rule them based on the fact that they are ruling in accordance to the laws of the land. 
a president appointed as a leader by legitimacy is a president that the people recognize, accepted, and chose to be their leader in order to rule them. A president that enters into office through illegitimate acts is a president that gained control over the people through force, not through the will, the popularly elected procedure, not through the desire, the representation of the people, but he entered into office through illegal act or illegitimate act. Alright, so legitimacy takes place when people recognize and accept their ruler to rule them on the basis of the law of the land. That's legitimacy for you. Then we have, um, as we have legitimacy, we also have illegitimacy. Illegitimacy is the opposite of it, where a person gains control and is not legally allowed or recognized and accepted by the people to rule and to gain control, but maybe through force, just like all this military coup we talked about previously. Okay, let's now see sovereignty. What is sovereignty? The absolute power of the state to make laws and enforce them within all the means of coercion. It, of coercion, full stop. Okay, it's still a continuation, not full stop. Of coercion, it's keys to employ without any interference by the state, by other states, sorry. Okay, so the ability of a particular state to make laws, enforce law, and see that people are carrying out or adhering to those laws, if they are not adhering, uses coercion, that is force, to ensure that people adhere to the law without any external interference. Where there is external interference, then that state is not enjoying sovereignty. Okay? Alright, so let's take note of that. And the idea of sovereignty was originated by Jean Bodin in 1530 to 1590. That's about 60 years. Jean Bodin. Okay? Alright, so take note of that. A French political thinker and philosopher. Okay, Jean Bodin was a French political thinker and philosopher. He was the one that originated or pioneered or postulated the theory called sovereignty, the absolute power of a state to control the people without any external interference. Okay, that's what sovereignty is all about. A state must be powerful to control itself without anybody from other countries interfering. Types of sovereignty. We have political sovereignty, political sovereignty. We also have the facto sovereignty. We also have the jury sovereignty. We also have um, legal sovereignty. And we also have internal sovereignty. The facto, the jury, legal, internal sovereignty. When we say political sovereignty, what are we trying to say? Political sovereignty simply means the body which is supreme or powerful in a state and um, the will which is ultimately obeyed by the citizens of the state. Alright? 
you should know that all electorate constitutes the political sovereignty of a country. All electorate. Alright, so take note of that. The facto sovereignty is looking at a body or group of people that use force to make members of a country obey their desires or their will. They are using force to make people obey their desires. That's what de facto sovereignty is looking at. And then we have what we call the de jure sovereignty. That one is another type of sovereignty that um, looks at sovereignty from the angle of the law. It is based on the law and the application as opposed to the physical uh, exercise. Take note of that. So the jury sovereignty wants to control people using the application of the law. Take note of that. Then we have the legal sovereignty. Uh, legal sovereignty is so straightforward. Uh, it's just like a body of a body or group of people that makes laws and also enforce them in a country. All right, a body of people that makes and enforce law. That's a legal sovereignty, just like the organs of government, how they operate, the legislature, okay? They have the power to make law. Such is a legal sovereignty. We have also what we call the internal sovereignty. Internal sovereignty is just looking at the supreme, utmost, absolute power the state has to enforce laws within its territory the power a country has to make law within its territory such power is known as internal sovereignty okay today Buhari can come up with a policy of maybe corruption policy and then instruct his agencies to implement and then once we see that he's good and he can do such then he's carrying out internal sovereignty and everybody is obeying it it's part of what we call internal sovereignty let's now see another concept governmental concept which is democracy haven't understand that what democracy sovereignty means the forms of sovereignty and the various types of sovereignty let's now look at democracy what is democracy democracy is derived from two greek words demos meaning the people, demos, the people, and krentin, krentin meaning rule of or rule by, the people, rule of or rule by. So the concept democracy literally means rule by the people. Let's take note of that. Rule by the people. That is ruling that have influence, major influence by the people. It's not just a set of people telling, dictating what other people will do. Another people will just do it, whether it's bad, no. People are participating. They are sharing their views on how everybody will be led in the society. So it's not just a rule by one person who comes up and begins to talk and make decisions for everybody to just follow. Every personality is involved in the rulership. That's what democracy is looking at. Okay, so democracy can therefore be defined as a system of government in which the exercise of political power and authority is vested in the people. 
not just in a group, in the government. The decision, the political power, that is why you see many of some of our present uh, leaders in a particular political party, APC, they are going to PDP or other parties. Some of them will tell you, oh, the people that elected me want me to be in PDP. They say I should leave APC. You just see them. Like what happened to um, the governor of Benue State, of which the people who elected him, they forced him to leave APC because of the crisis that is happening uh, just of, uh, in this, this year in Benue State as a result of the killings here and there. The people forced him out of APC to PDP. We are not going against any party, but we are only just looking at Nigeria's circumstance. That sometimes, because of democracy, the people has right to force a particular government to change its party to another party if that party in the external is not doing well. And that is what is being seen in Nigeria today. So Nigeria is also practicing democracy. Even the same speaker of the House of Assembly, uh, Dogara, himself left APC to PDP with the voice that the people who voted him wanted him to leave. And he left because we have democracy. So government in which the exercise of political power and authority is vested in the people through their elected representatives. This gives room for freedom of expression, just like I told you now, an application of fundamental human rights. Please take note of that. Features of democracy. What are the features of democracy? There is respect for the rule of law. Please take note. In democracy, people, nobody is seen as one who is above the law. Everybody is subject to the law. Everybody is operating within the confine of the law. Number two, there is, sorry, there is majority rule. The majority here is the people. The minority is the sect of leaders who are ruling on behalf of the people. But the majority is the people. The people has a lot of say to what the government are doing. Okay? There is protection of minority interests too. Okay? The judiciary is independent. Yes, there is no influence or from any government against what the judiciary interprets as in terms of the law. The Electoral Commission is independent too. Okay, so let's take note of that. The Electoral Commission is not influenced by any government decisions. Let's take note of that. It's very, very important. Let's now look at political culture. What is political culture? Political culture simply means the beliefs, values, attitudes, norms, ideas, opinion that guide the way people behave in a political system. The beliefs, the values, the custom, the ideas that is presently in ground guiding the way people behave in a political system is known as political culture. All right. You know, in some kind of uh, politics, political culture, there are some political culture in some country that believes that if a particular or an incumbent leader wants to continue second term, 
he must rig. So that thought, that belief that the only way to continue ruling for second time is to rig election is in certain uh, countries' political culture that if the incumbent government wants to take up government the second time, what they do is that they manipulate all elected papers, ballot papers, and then fix it to their own favor because they are in charge and they are in control and then take government, take control over government for the second time. It's a culture in some environment. Okay? So, such culture is now how the people will now behave. Current people will now also want to follow such character. The person who introduced political culture concept is known as Gabriel Almond. Alright? The pioneer of political culture is who? Gabriel Almond. You can be tested in a typical jump style question or OBJYA question. Features of political culture. The features of political culture includes the following. Evaluative orientation. This refers to the extent to which people can assess the operation of the political system of government of a state. Okay? How can people have access to the operations of the government of our state? Do they have a right to express themselves and the government listen to them and act on what they have said? Do they have a right? Is their right to say their mind given to them? Can they have access to the books of account? Or can there be any way the way the government has carried out their activity for a particular year will be um, reviewed every year to us? All these are part of what we call so that the people who are who, who has uh, elected those governors or leaders, presidents, can be able to evaluate them. That's what evaluative orientation is looking at. Cognitive orientation, it has to do with knowledge and understanding of the people about the political system. Does people have understanding about politics? It's part of the features of political culture. Affective orientation. This has to do with how people feel support and become loyal to the activities performed, sorry, to the activities and performance of the government. Right? How does people feel? How does people react? It's known as political culture. And then um, if you watch, when some deaths of lives took place in Benue State, the people reacted to the present government by forcing their governor, who was in the party of the present government, APC, to leave to PDP. All these are the challenge. All these are part of the affective orientation which determines the political culture of people in a state. Alright, so take note of that. It's very important. Very, very important.